And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Tuesday. Last week of the year, it's snowing. I know in much of the country, I've got family here from Montana, from Idaho. They're showing me their phones and it's it's like eight degrees, supposed to be down a negative two, seven. They got, uh, I don't know what, another six, seven inches of snow. The ski hills are pumping. Hard to believe as I sit here, Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, I look outside my window and it's 80 degrees. Rub it in. <laughs> it's a light breeze. And well, this guy joining me today, he said it's snowing where he is too. He's one of my favorite follows uh, in all social media. You got to go follow him at Spice Adams. He joins me today from Chicago where it's snowing. How you doing, Spice? Um, I'm doing great. Um, I just... Don't like the fact that you're saying there's a light breeze and there's <laughs> where you are. You know, that's, that's, that's cute. It's real cute, Trav. Yeah. I tread lightly. You know, I, I, I you know, I tread lightly in general, <laughs> like in text messages and emails, but on the, on the uh, podcast, I just lay it out there. Cause I've got. Someplace safe. You're always someplace safe when you're doing this. Yeah, thing. that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm in my studio. It's safe. Windows cracked. I can see the sun. A little breeze. Trees are moving just a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm out here in the, in the suburbs, Chicago, man, and it is it is it is coming down right now, man. Okay, it's really snowing. What's what's crazy is it's been 50 degrees here. It was like 57 one time, and now all of a sudden it's just it is really snowing outside. You know, I grew it up is- in the snow, so I grew up in northern Idaho. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, I know all about the snow. I just thought it snowed everywhere when I was young. And like people just right. played golf like seven months out of the year. Cause you don't play golf up there four or five months out of the year. And I mean, you can, you can play longer, lighter winters, but it can come down for, and you can be socked in four or five months. So I just, I was like, man, this is kind of how everybody does it. And then I, I realized that, wait a minute, it doesn't snow in the desert. So I kind of went on down to Phoenix and then worked my way over here to Florida. And I don't know. I, I like yeah. this. I like this warm weather. And I want to start spice because, you know, growing up in the Northwest, I'm a big Seattle sports fan. Um, Seahawks. I'm kind of a diehard. And there was a game on Sunday and the bears team, you know, a little bit about you played for Chicago. You were drafted by San Francisco back in 2003. Yeah. And then you played for the bears, 2007, 2011. And this, this guy by the name of Nick Foles brings the Bears back to win. Speaking of snow, in the snow game on Sunday. My goodness. Yeah, yep. pretty awesome. Awesome, man. I, I love it. I love it, man. And then that, that, that catch. My yeah. bird, man. It's awesome, man. Man, controlled the football coming down with, with one hand. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, man. Two-point conversion was probably what we, that's, that's, that's what we needed. That's what we needed. Man. Yeah, well, um, we had to give y'all that L, but you know it happens. It happens to the best of us, man. Well, I think it was one of the best catches of the year. The two point conversion. Um, it was that was I mean, that was a crazy catch. Out of bounds, and somehow, some way, he was able to get his foot down, and then the knee down because the knee is the equivalent of two feet. Yeah. Oh. That was that was that was awesome, awesome awareness and uh, great catch, great throw, all of the above. I mean, I wish we would have had that 
um, week five <laughs> through week <laughs> fourteen. But you know, it was a, it's, it's it's any given Sunday, man. You you never really know. It you know, is sometimes. Sometimes it, teams, they they fall into the trap of trying to be the best in the world when all you have to do is just be the best team that particular Sunday. Mm. And uh, but everybody, you know, always fall into that trap, man. And uh, you know, I'm, I did the same thing. And uh, you know, I was, I was one game away from the Super Bowl. Mm. And, um, you know, but that's that's just the way the cookie crumbles, man. That's this what you signed up for. Well, it's going to be interesting in the off season here. Talk a little football here to start with. Um, you know, the Seahawks, they got, they've been kind of spiraling here a little bit. It's been a tough season. Uh, they've had a nice run, nine, 10 straight years. And, you know, the Bears, you got, a, you got yourself a new quarterback, young quarterback, lots, lots to look forward to there. But both teams going in the offseason, they're going to have to make a decision with their coach. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think, does Nagy survive? Does Pete Carroll survive? Every year, you know, there's those six, seven, eight coaches that are on the hot seat. And I think there's more optimism right now on this bears team, probably heading into next year than there is with the Seahawks, because it seems like there's a bit of a, it's, it's kind of a, an era that's coming to an ending. That's been so successful. When you look at the bears and you look ahead, what do you think is going to happen here? Are you excited about your young quarterback? I disagree right there. Okay. Uh, I mean, this is the first season probably that Russell Wilson has not had a losing record. I mean, the first season that he has had a losing record. Right. So, I mean, how are you on a hot seat after, you know, you've won 10, 11, 12 games every year, and then the year that you don't, you're on the hot seat? Like, I don't – like, it, it, don't, it don't make no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you're, you're, you're allowed to have one or two, maybe even three seasons where you're not that good. Right. But look at all of the consecutive years that you were. I don't, I don't think you just throw all that away just off of, off of one season. Now, the Bears are in a totally different predicament. Like, this is our second year. Of, like, we are... Before the game, we were... We have we have two more wins than the Lions. Like, <laughs> like think of that. Like, I like listen to yourself say that. We have two more wins than the Detroit Lions. Like, come on, man. That is that is, that is not good, man. Like, we got a lot of stuff to to look forward to. Of course, yeah, with Justin Fields, um, I think he's going to be a, a good quarterback. But now, you know. With throwing him in the fire, you have to figure out, is that helping him or is that going to hurt him? Mm. And the way you find that out is putting him out there by next year. You know, he's going to have a whole offseason to think about it. He's going to have a whole offseason to try to, you know, get with different quarterbacks and and to see, like, like maybe he gets with a Peyton Manning or something like that. Say, hey, teach me, oh, great. Yeah, you know what I'm like. I don't know. He has access to um, those types of opportunities 
and you know, you got the whole off season to think about that. You got the whole off season to, you know, get with your your wide receivers and create uh, a relationship with those guys on the off season. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Bears get a get a new stadium um, yeah. pretty soon and Arlington Heights. So we'll see what happens. I, I think Justin Fields reminds me a little bit of a young Russ, the way he plays, you know, he, there's a lot of similarities there. Um, I think the hot seat before we move on here in Seattle comes from the apparent, I think split of Russ and Pete. I, I think there's a, there's a split there. And I, and I think it's going to come down to, and you know, they play the whole media side, right. And everything's fine and this and that, yeah. but it, this is, it's been happening for two or three years, a lot of rumblings there. And I think one's going to have to go. I think that's where it comes from because you're going to have to make a decision. Do you keep the quarterback or do you keep the head coach? Because they both can't exist, which is crazy to think because the numbers they've put up is similar to Belichick and Brady. I mean, that's how successful they've been, but you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, in the off season. I tend to agree. I pump the brakes, you know, overall, like, you know, gosh, it felt so competitive. It's built on parody and one possession games. I mean, how many times, Spice, did you, were you like after a game or a season, it's like, man, we were so close to winning another four, five, six games just because of the nature of the close games, the one possession games, right? I mean, yeah. the ball bounce here, a call here. All of a sudden, you're 11 and five versus five and 11. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, no. back back to what you were saying with with Pete and Russ, it's 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 like it's it's like growing up with your dad. <laughs> At some point in time, yeah, you gonna have a riff with your dad, right? It's 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 inevitable, like it it, it happens. Um, but you you work your way through it. Mm-hmm. It can it can be years. It could be months. You just you just work your way through it. So. If I'm anybody at the top, the owner, the GM, whatever, I'm just like, hey, look, I know y'all got issues, whatever, but work it out. Yeah. Work it out. Whatever you got to do. Um, you guys are a great tandem. Uh, and uh, you know, as a lot of times y'all don't see eye to eye, but that's okay. Yeah. Because you could <laughs> you could bring somebody else in here and he could have an, a whole different philosophy and really mess things up. The grass is not always green on the other side. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So the best thing to do is you already got the grass. Just keep watering. Okay. Like nurture it. Put the fertilizer in it. Okay, we had eyes, but you know, let's 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 get these W's piling up. Yeah, you got yeah, you see, you're making me feel better, Spice. You're making me feel better. Yeah, I don't. I don't think y'all in a bad situation at all. Like, yeah. like, you you mean to tell me that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady they never had rifts? Yeah, I, I guarantee you they were probably at each other's throats sixteen weeks every year. Well, twenty in their case because they go past they go past the first round of the playoffs. So. Every week, I'm pretty sure they had a riff. Yeah. No question about it. I mean, almost to the point where they probably had screaming matches in the office and slamming doors and walking away from each other. 
But at the end of the day, they come together to win. And I'm pretty sure Seattle can do the same thing. Was there a quarterback when you played defensive tackle that you were like, man, I'm going to get to that guy. I'm going to slap that. So I'm going to slap him. Silly. I don't like that dude. Uh, not because of their attitude, but just from the fact that, um, you would have me on my stands for so long. And that was Peyton Manning. Like, just call the play. Just call the play, man. You know, I'm 310 pounds. I got to hold myself up in my stance for, like, 25 seconds, man. Because you giving out all these dummy calls. Like, you saying anything, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like, on my heart. Check, check, check this, check that. He's just making all of these calls, and they're going no huddle, mind you. So they're, they're hurrying up to the line, so you don't know if the play's going to be called or what. Meanwhile, I'm just still in my stance. Like, dog, just snap the ball, man. <laughs> you already know what you want to do, where you're going with the ball. Like, stop all of the song and dance. So... I used to be upset, man, to the point where I did want to sack him so that he could just, like, shut up. (laughs) But it wasn't because of him talking trash on the field or nothing like that. It was just the fact that he was taken all day to call the play. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All that's by design, right? I mean, he's he's making you, like you said, you got to stay there in your stance and you know, come but out I, a little I bit slower when you can't feel your right leg. <laughs> this 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 may surprise you, and then again, it it, it may not. But Philip Rivers hmm. was a was a he was a trash talker. He was a trash talker, and it wasn't where like he trash talked to the point where he was like, "Oh man, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna hit this dude. Like I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna really like try to sack this guy, or whatever." It was for me. It was funny. Like I I would be laughing. Like some of the stuff he would say to to people, and I I saw some of it on like with him being mic'd up and everything, and talking to different people. He talked to somebody on the Bears. I think it was Roquan, where uh, he was talking about his running back. He was like, "Man, he hit that corner on you, boy." Hmm. <laughs> but he's definitely hilarious. Yeah. But it, it was to the point with me, I would just laugh because I'm just like, this is this is actually funny. Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, control, and distance. Encore recently added the Vero X1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls, one that already included the Golf Digest gold-rated elixir and low-compression Avant 55. Through its full suite of golf balls, Encore can help transform any golfer's game. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more info about Encore and start revolutionizing your game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. You can see Spice Adams at Spice Adams on Instagram. Go give him a follow. He's up to over 2 million now. Some hilarious stuff there. I love the dancing, but before we get to it, you can also get a little slice of you at, uh, at Creamy Biggums, which is how I, uh, how I discovered you was 
your videos, um, shooting hoops, right. And explain to my audience who creamy Biggums is. Cream Biggums is the guy that you see at the gym who is dressed like he is from the 50s or the 60s. And he's the last guy you want to pick. I mean, you got nine players. And then all of a sudden he walks in. And you're just like, all right, give me this guy. And he's thinking that he's getting picked because of his skills. Right. But he getting picked because you don't have enough players. So he's he's a player that doesn't like any confidence, that's going to shoot the ball, that figures he has the green light, and he thinks that he can average a quintuple double. <laughs> thinks he, he can do it all. But in actuality, he is one of the worst players in the world. <laughs> but he, he'll never believe that. And yeah, he got swag. Yeah, he has his own type of swag. You know, he he has confidence and uh, in everything that he does, everything that he says. But you know, when you see him actually shoot the ball or you see him dribble, it just does not add up to what he's saying. Are there? <laughs> does he make excuses like when like when Shaq throws the alley oop and you go up to to slam it? and you can't control it, like, that was a bad pass from Shaq, right? Is that how he views it? Well, yeah, you would say, you know, Cream would say that the, the rim wasn't regulation or right. the, the ball wasn't what he's used to or the pass was off. It's never his fault. Never. You know, <laughs> he shoots a ball and misses it. It's because somebody, you know, messed with the rim, where the, where the rim would usually Right. You know, but it's it's never his fault. Never. And he <laughs> and he wants the ball. Like he's coming off a screen and he's like, give me the ball. Well, yeah, the, the reason that the screen is set is to get him open. Mm-hmm. So that you know he could shoot from the logo or he could shoot from anywhere on the court really and be like I think it's ninety-eight point five repeating his uh his percentage from anywhere on the on the court but you know what i, I didn't even want to bring this character out it was just like sitting in my phone mm. and, um i had i didn't even have a tripod at this time i just set my phone up on the ladder in my garage and it was like june or something june or july so i know it was hot outside i was in my garage and i was sweating like crazy i was doing all these basketball moves on air like I wasn't doing it on a person and I wasn't doing it on a court. I was inside of my garage just doing all these moves. And uh it was just I looked I looked back at it and I was just like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> I'm not about to post this. This is stupid. And so then so then one day um um I was I was falling asleep and uh the finals were on Golden State versus Cavs. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and post this. I'm gonna slap the finals logo on it, and then I'm gonna go to bed. So I I doze off after I post it, and then next thing you know, a lot of my friends were um, texting me. Like it was just my phone was just going crazy, and uh, everybody was saying that Kevin Hart had just posted the Green mm-hmm. Bigman's video on his page. So I'm like, man, what? This man is a full blown comedian. 
you know, he makes his own content. Like, why would he put my video on his page? Or, like, maybe he commented on it or something like that. So, <clears throat> sure enough, I go to his page and Cream Biggums is there. Yeah. And so, once he posted it, then all these different pages with millions of followers started posting it. So, Ludacris posted, <laughs> Jamie Fox, Snoop Dogg, House wow. of Highlights, all of these different people, Sports Center. It was crazy. Yeah. And so, that point i was like oh man i, I think i'm gonna have to try to get a page um a cream biggles page so that nobody would take it so now i got a creamy biggles page that has like over three hundred thousand followers on it so yeah it's, it's been crazy. he's in a video game nba live 19 where you know his overall rating is like 89 he's dunking on people I, he, his overall rating is one higher than magic johnson <laughs> It is ridiculous, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's a character. He he's funny. Um, you know, Creamy Biggums, the way that you described him, there's there's a lot of golfers that are kind of like that too, right? Like you play <laughs> you, you play team games in golf where sure. it's like, okay, there's four four guys in a foursome, you know, okay, so me and this person against uh okay, wait, you're on my team? Oh, you know, that kind of thing. What's your handicap? Yeah. And like in golf, like you get a handicap, higher the handicap, the less skill that you have. So you get matched up with creamy. Right. And he's like, what's your handicap? And he says, well, I'm a, I'm a seven. And you're like, you know, damn well, he's not a seven. He's a 27. Right. Like he thinks he's better than he is. Like there's a lot of that in golf too. So that's oh, why I'm, when I saw cream, I'm, I'm like, man, I know a few golfers that are just like this guy. Man. Yeah, well, I'm a golfer, baby. <laughs> and they and they, and they and they end up hurting you because their handicaps way lower than they than it really is because they think they're better than that right um and they're dressed to the nines they got the yeah. oh yeah they got the slacks they got the white belt you know you got shit all this all pressed they got swag they've got their towel they've got all the you know routines down before they hit the shot looks very professional um you know, and then they top it and they hit it in the water and they hit it OB and they're like, damn, you know, the wind was blowing. <laughs> was it, it wasn't my here's, fault. Here's a, here's a dead giveaway right here. As soon as you, you line up to tee off, you say, oh, y'all hit from here? No, I hit where the pros hit. you right. gonna take me back. Take me back further. <laughs> that's it. That's exactly, I, that's exactly right. Like you could see Biggums is everywhere, right? I mean, it's, He's, oh yeah, yeah. He there. There's a lot of. I I would be fair to say, there's more creamy biggums in golf than there is in basketball. <laughs> yeah, I would. Not, I would not be surprised, man. We got. We got. We got to get cream biggums out on, on the uh, golf course. Well, that's that's where I'm going with it, right? Like we got. So you know, he, he's gonna he's gonna show up. He's he's ready to go. He's report for duty. He's like, and, and see, Bigham shows up in my lesson tee. Again, in the slacks, white belt, press shirt, brand new clubs. You know, hey, I used to be, I used to play, right? I used to play, creamy talking to me on the range. And when I played, I was like a five, maybe a three. Oh, really? Okay. Um, let's, let's go ahead and warm up, hit nine iron, and let's get going. And then, you know, within like 10 seconds, this guy never played to a three or four handicap, right? But... <laughs> And he's dressed like it. He's got swag. He's got the talk. He's got the excuses. I'm telling you, Bigham's belongs yeah. on the driving range with me. 
Spice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if he's hitting bad, it's, you know, he's he's fresh out of surgery. You know, I got surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got surgery on my, I had a knee replacement, hip replacement, and my back yesterday. I shouldn't even be out here, but I'm toughing <laughs> it out. That's right. Bad shot. Ooh, my back. Yeah. Man, did you hear it, that? Man. My knee, did you hear my knee pop? Every shot. Mm-hmm. Every shot, man. We got the knee replacement, hip replacement. We got a fake foot. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> fake foot. Yeah, I got a big foot, man. But you know, I'm I'm out here, man. You know, yeah. So it's all about fun, right, guys? Right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's they're they're all over. I mean, you don't want that dude on your team, like you said. It's he's the last one picked, and all right, I guess you don't even count. your team. You don't even count. Them. It's a four <laughs> team. You say I got three. <laughs> you don't even count. Them. It's like uh, remember uh, me. And everybody was in a huddle in a pool, but Ben Stiller was like outside of the huddle. That's pretty big. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this dancing for a second. How long oh, you been man. dancing, Spice? Forever, forever. Uh, you know, I was I grew up as an only child, and so uh, my cousins they would always come over to the house, and they were like you know, skinny guys or whatever. And they would play basketball with their shirt off. So, um, you know, whenever I take my shirt off, they would just start clowning me because I was always a big dude. So they would always be clowning me. So I always put my shirt on and everything like that. My mom would say, no, 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 you take your shirt off just like everybody else got this off and blah, blah, blah. And so the same thing came with dancing. You know, there used to be a lot of people dancing and stuff like that around the neighborhood. My mom would be like, get out there and show them your dance. You do your thing, whatever. So once I got the green light from my mom and the confidence from my mom, like she kept instilling that in me, I just became a dancing machine, man. Yeah. I just everybody was just like, man, you're your big self. You can't do that. Man, then I get out there, man, cut a rug. I, I've been, I've never lost a dance position, man. Everyone I in, I, I always been. my mom. I, I'm telling you, I used to come home with hundreds of dollars. With trophies and all this other stuff. Mama, where you get that from? I won a dance contest. I man, she entered me in so many dance competitions and I, and I would win them. Mm. And um, you know, but now Trav, I'm, I'm at the point now, man, I, I I won't battle anybody outside of my weight class. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a lot of fortunes out here, man. All types I can't I can't do all that stuff. Yeah, plus I'm I'm, I'm pushing 40 right now, man. I can't, I can't. I I I, I hung the dance shoes up, Trav. Yeah. Well, I, do. I, don't, I don't do no more battles. Now, I'm just say you, you're still dancing on on your Instagram. That's Spice Adams. Like, yeah. I'd... I'm I'm gonna never stop dancing. Yeah, battles. Okay. I gotta stop. Yeah, I gotta stop. Yeah, I mean, you can't yeah. go to a wedding or some kind of fun event where like, hey man, we got, you got to get out there and dance. That's why I get invited to weddings. Oh, okay. Just that you know, everybody can see me dancing at the reception because I turn it out. I'm gonna sweat my suit out. I need you know what I need. <laughs> I need I need a, a hookup with Nike, man. Give me a dry fit suit. I need a couple of dry fit suits, man, because I sweat out every suit that I that I'm in. Mm. That's what I need. How much? Um, finish with this. How much? Uh, how much golf do you watch? <coughs> I mean, do you 
you, you like the sport, you, you watch the sport. Where does that fit in for you right now? Can't watch. Can't I gotta, watch. I it. just can't watch. It. Yeah. You, you, you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of my job. Yeah. I got to watch you, it. You, you enjoy Huh? You enjoy watching it? I do. You know, I grew up with the sport. I I enjoy watching it. I, I, I can see where it can come across boring. And I think a lot of us are encouraging a little more of a, of a spicier kind of telecast and more transparency with storytelling with the players and things like that. You know what? I, I look at people who watch golf in disgust. Like the the face, like the that my facial expression is looking like. What? Why? Why are you watching this? This is I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like this generation of kids they they watch people play video games. I can't watch you play. I I I want to play myself. Yeah, I'd rather play than to watch it. And then you got the commentators on there. They're whispering. Like, why, why, like, just talk, man. Like, why you got to whisper? It's like everybody telling secrets. People got to clap. Like, I don't like the etiquette. Yeah. You know, you got to be quiet. Like, if you focus, you focus. Like, That's you know, true. Like, people be quiet in order for you to hit the ball, right? Like, oh, man, you said something when I was swinging. And, man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with these rules, man? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, can you can you point? Can you guide me in the right direction, Trav? Like, who who was the person that said you you can't talk? Wow, when somebody hit the ball, or you got to whisper, or you got to be respectful. Of, like, what? Yeah. If I say something, I'm gonna say something. Yeah, would you? Like, what would you want to do if you were, you know, one of the players getting ready to hit, and you're in the gallery, like? Mm-hmm. Where would you want your impact to be? Like, where would you make the noise? Would you, would like right in the top of the backswing, or they to make a putt? You're gonna you can run out there and break a dance Wait out, up. right? Get people get the wave going because because I think like you know uh, to your to your point, I think the most I wouldn't say core. I, I you know you got the you've got the core golf fan, right? That's been consuming it for a long time. And the way the game was designed and played and like that core golf fans probably going to disagree with a lot of that, but then, you know, you kind of got that new generation and the fringe and the drama seekers and, you know, like they, they want to watch, they want to consume it differently. And I think it's, I think the sport's moving more that way. And I I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I think yeah. we have a long ways to go, but you get you get, you get more people who want to watch it. Number one, then you get more people who want to play it. Like why do why you got to play with a collar shirt on and slacks and all that? Man, I'm more comfortable in it's it's jogging pants like a jogging suit. Like why 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 can't I just wear that? You already paying thousands of dollars just to play, and then you got to. You gotta wear a collared shirt and all this other type of stuff. Like, who come up with this stuff, man? Like, I just—it's not a business casual thing. Like, this is a sport. This is a sport. <laughs> yeah. You should be able to have a, a tricked out golf cart. You should be able to play music. You should be able to talk and say whatever you want to say. You paying thousands of dollars? 
You got to follow all these rules. Man, Trav, I'm going to just start a whole other rule book. That's what we should <laughs> get together and start another rule book. Another like, rule book. I think the rules are – I think a lot of the things that you're saying – and this is a great conversation. I think a lot of the things that you're saying are starting to happen more. I can remember when, you know, just 10, 15 years ago, the idea of playing music on the golf course was like, yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, like, like I, yeah, sure. I don't bother me any, but you just never even like thought to go there. And all of a sudden, okay, now you got, you got a lot more of that going on. Now, can you do it at every club? I don't know, but I think mostly, mostly everybody out there is either tipsy or drunk. Yeah. So why not throw on some, right. uh, I don't know, some Jay-Z? Yeah. Like- There's way more that happened in now, Spice, than there ever has been. There's way more leniency on the dress code, which I think is a good thing, um, than there ever has been. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's moving lenient. the right way for sure, a lot of that. Now, you still have your clubs that can, you know, be a little stricter. That's fine. But I think there's going to be a lot more availability and options around the sport with – the things that we're talking about, which need to happen and have happened and have helped the game um, considerably. And I think we have to keep, you know, pushing the needle that way some um, with the dress and the music and just casual, man, you know, it's a sport, have fun with it right now, how the tour and yeah. how you're looking at it and consuming it on TV. Um, I mean, it was a big thing spice when they let the tour players wear shorts in early rounds before the tournament started on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, before the tournament started Dude. on Thursday, they had to wear slacks. Even on it's those 100 degrees out there, it's a hundred degrees out there. And dudes is out there with some slacks on, man, come on. Yeah. Uh, and it make no sense, man. man. Then Travis, this, this, this is what really needs to happen. People should be able to do whatever they want to do. If you're a commentator and you see a good shot, you should be able to celebrate. That's yeah. not, that, that's what I think. Yeah. You, you're paying a lot of money to be out there on that golf course. You should have some fun. All right, let's finish up with this here, a little football. But I'm going to get, let's, I want, you, I want, I want, um, I want Biggin to think about maybe in 2022, oh. me, maybe like throwing a few things his way that you could even just learn in your garage, you know? Okay. Everybody's garage. <laughs> All right. So Spice, you went to uh you went to, to Penn State. They mm-hmm. are playing in a bowl game versus Arkansas. Yeah. Who wins that game? Come on, man. Right. I have a question to say. <laughs> you know Penn State, man, we're gonna win by five touchdowns. Okay. Who's who's coming out of the NFC this year in the Super Bowl? Ooh, I tell you what, um, I hate to say it, but Dream Team up north, yeah, looks good. And um, you know, you can never really go against Brady, so I would say either uh, Tampa Bay or the Green Team. I think Green Bay feels like the most complete team. Um. Yeah. Way, I love the way they can they can run it. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. All right, AFC. Who's coming out? The Bills ready? Oh, you know what, man? The Bills, they 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 look legit, man. They have some adversity. And they they, they understand um, you know, what it takes to win. And 
They, they they understand how it feels to lose, even with all the talent that they have. I think they had a little bit of humble pie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think the, the Bills or and or the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with so, that. I, 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 those four. I agree with. I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. Green Bay versus Buffalo. I yeah, like this Josh I mean, Allen, man. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's Green Bay, Buffalo, and I think the Packers win it all, which is hard for me to say. I mean, that's just like, yeah, I can't believe man. that just came out of my mouth, to be honest. I know, man. Goodness gracious. Yeah. But I mean, Rodgers is so good. Yeah, man. he is. So good. Makes such great decisions. I mean, did you, I mean, did you see the stats with him and Brett Favre? Oh, nuts. He's thrown probably 200 or 300 less interceptions than he had. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) it's nuts. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I don't even think Rodgers has thrown 100 interceptions. No, he hasn't. I think it's like 98 or something. Yeah, that's what it was, 98. I saw that. I think Brett Favre threw like 400 or something. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. crazy. It is crazy. He's, you know, he's one of the best. There's no question. He makes throws that maybe one or two others could. I mean, he's just, he's on another stratosphere. The what he is. way he throws it. Sometimes he's in the air. His feet aren't even on the ground yet. Like, he's just, he can throw all the throws in, a, like, a multitude of ways. Yeah. That not a lot of people can do. Which is crazy, man. Spice, you're the best, man. I appreciate you coming on on a uh, Tuesday Stripe Show podcast. I'm gonna put a club in your hands at some point in your garage. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you. Your, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you watch one of my training program videos and say, I want you to just, I want you to do this in only oh the way you can do it, you know, and and then I and and video it and then send it to me. I think it'd be, I think it'd be magic to have you go through and, and, uh, and learn it. Cause and we, you got, you got, come on, give, come out and give the sport a try. Wait, next time you're in Jack's, I'm going to take you, I'm going to take you to a spot. We're going to play some music. We're going to untuck our shirts, have some, have a few uh, chilly ones and go. Uh, all right, cool, man. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Spice Adams, go follow him at Spice Adams on Instagram at creamy Bigums. Tribe show power back on a Wednesday tomorrow. See you. Do you feel like you are constantly overshooting greens or coming up short because you choose the wrong club? Well, if that's the case, today is your lucky day because I'm proud to announce my brand new partnership with the boys over at Pinned Golf. Their brand new Ace Rangefinder is amazing, and it's only $199. I've been using it for a couple weeks now, and I was blown away with the quality. It has a slope technology, pin-locked vibration technology, So you know exactly when you are locked onto your target tour lever accuracy. And best of all, it is powered by a USB charge. So you can forget about those little batteries. Every other rangefinder makes you buy one 45 minute charge lasts you 50 plus rounds. I love it. Our friends over at pin golf are hooking up all of our listeners with $25 off and free shipping. When you use code stripe show, that's code stripe show. I'm telling you, for $175, you simply cannot beat the Ace Rangefinder. Head out over to pingolf.com and get yourself the Ace and get dialed in.